Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, and all my patron peeps, uh, what up patron peeps, I'm here to help you sleep, uh, thanks, uh, nine with the show, uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep, we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's the thoughts you're thinking about, you know, stuff on the old. Uh, I thought I was going to say, I had my brain said, oh, I got a word for, for uh, mind. Uh, and then my brain said, bean pole. And I said, I don't think that's what a, I don't think that's short for brain, like, just the thoughts on your mind. There was a song, You Were Always On My Mind. And uh, I would say mine would be lots of millions of stuff and other stuff on top of that is always on my mind. Lots of thoughts and other stuff on my mind, you know, fluff and stuff, uh, uh, no, so many other things uh, always on my mind. But so, so, so it, whether it's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings could be physical or emotional uh, feelings, or you know, just ones you're not sure. You say, "Well, what is this? Is this a churning or a yearning?" I don't know if anybody else has trouble telling those two, two things apart, but uh, uh, maybe other things that rhyme with it. Maybe I'll get to that churn, the old churning and yearning. And, yeah, so stuff's turning. Uh, and uh, Charles Durning, I think that, I don't think that's a person, but uh, uh, but soon you'll be learning uh, about a couple of things, ways we, so, uh, oh, so thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, time, temperature, travel, you're out of town, the person, your boo. I don't think they call it boo. I think even Bay is falling out. I don't know what the latest one is. You know, it's not Sweetums. I think that was a Muppet uses the term Sweetums. I think maybe there is a Muppet named Sweetums. Uh, sugar, sugar pie, sugar pop pie, sugar pop pie. Has anyone made a pop, a, a pie of, well, pop is made from sugar. A sugar pop pie. If anybody has, if that hasn't been invented yet, uh, I mean, I have, I, we've talked, it's been a couple of years since we've talked about shoe fly pie. Excuse me, shoe fly, shoe fly pie, not shoe fly shoe, or shoe fly shoes. Let's. Oh boy, there's an invention. Did they know they invented something? If they would have just uh, play, played out that rhyme, that nursery rhyme, a little bit longer, and who would have said, "Well, let's take that nursery rhyme, shoe fly shoe, and let's make a shoe fly pie." And I know there's shoe fly pie fans, and I think I had one, yeah, like two summers ago. And I said it was pretty good. It, it was it was good. It was just not my favorite pie. But uh, where was it? Okay, I was I was right in the middle of. Sorry, if you're a new listener, usually the show goes off the rails about three minutes from now instead of three minutes earlier. Uh, but if it, podcast puts you sleep, take your mind over whatever's keeping you awake. Thoughts, feelings, uh, physical sensations. I'm gonna try to create a safe place where you can put all those aside. I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night. Check. A lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. A check. That's creaky dulcets. That's a made-up word. Or actually two real words combined into... Actually, it's just a descriptor. You say, what does Scoot's voice sound like? Creaky dulcets are sweet tones, like a sweet bells a ringing or a crooner. Well, you say, well, they have dulcet tones. Uh, Scoot's, got cre- Scoot's tones are dull- creaky. But they're kind of good. That, if if you're, that's I guess there you go. Yeah, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. You've seen a few of those uh, rustified tangents, uh, superfluous uh, stuff. Uh, I, I get distracted. I get thrown. You know, I just uh, here's what I do. I try to be my. I, this is honestly the structure of the show. I'll, I'll explain it to you. It starts off with a few minutes of business. Then there's an intro, which we're in. And the intros are a show within a show, about 12 minutes long, where I try to explain what the podcast is. Just naturally, I say, well, I think I got an idea for a metaphor about that old podcast I do twice a week. Uh, let me let me just do a metaphor. That'll whip. Let me whip one right up. Uh, 
And I think there's molasses is one of the ingredients in shoe fly pie. It's also they, like uh, I heard one somewhere that humans are like whatever, 70, 80%, 90% water. And I, I did one of these, those things where I said, well, let me see if I'm like, what percentage water am I? Also, I've, I've always wanted to check on my, you know, because uh, I would prefer to be like, uh, you know, beyond. I'd, I'd say, well, I'm, I'd like to be sugar, spice, puppy dog tails and snails. Uh, so let me just check since the last time, because I have been having a little bit more cinnamon and turmeric. Uh, let me see if I have if my sugar and spice levels are up. Uh, so I sent it in to this. Uh, it was a wizard I met at a wishing well. And he said, well, we, we do, he said, did you, he was the one who said, did you know most humans are 82% water? What's got you looking down? Is your water levels? And I said, I'm here to make a wish in privacy of, uh, you know, privacy of my own wishing time. Uh, and also to do a few speeches from Goonies for my own amusement, uh, if you'll excuse me. And he said, and, you know, I'd be happy to excuse you. I'm just wondering, uh if you've had your water levels checked at all. And I said, you like to check out my water levels, eh, wizard? Oh, boy, uh, thanks. And I, you know, ran, ran my hand through my hair. And I said, you just made my day. And then I kissed my bicep, and, and I, 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 when I was doing that, I threw a penny into the well. And, uh, you know, I said, well, I didn't realize I had a wish to be complimented by a wizard or a person posing as wizard by well, but... uh Wish granted. And then the wizard said, by the way, aren't you trying to explain to new listeners about the intro of the podcast? I said, I am. And what I was going in a roundabout way to say was that uh, I think I'm mostly molasses. And they said, well, your water content, uh, you do you do have the required water content for it to be classified as a human being. Some of those other things, your behavioral charts will get to next time. Uh, but they said, uh, your water seems to be in a molasses-like uh, molecular structure. Uh, this was a wizard and, and, and members of his, like, NPC members of a part. I said, how did I get into a, what did I roll? Uh, you know, how many sided dice uh, rolling through my brain here? But so the intro is where I try to make a metaphor for the podcast. Then I get lost. The next thing you know. I'm, I'm going, I say, well, I'm going to make a metaphor for the podcast. Then I meet a wizard at a well. And, and then, you know, that time I worked out great. I got complimented by the wizard, I believe. I heard some snickering coming from the well. I said, are you, are you snickering because I'm not allowed to wish on a penny? And then, and then I said, a penny for your thoughts, wizard. And the wizard was gone because the wizard said, Do keep going with the met. Oh, I said, okay. So the intro is like 12 minute show within a show. A lot of listeners use it as a part of their bedtime or wind down routine. Uh, but if you're new, try to just let it generate some uh, imagery or, you know, maybe some, maybe some, you know, I don't know. Maybe just let my creaky dulcets put you at ease or my tone instead of trying to make too much sense of it. Because even I am trying to figure out uh, what's going on with it, like at this wishing well. And uh, like which wishing, you know, then I say, okay, I can't go down. Then I just get earwormed myself with wishing well-related songs. Then I thought about kissing and telling with the wizard, and I giggled. And then I, actually, and I said, actually, like I realize I have molasses. Okay, I made up a molasses. That's fine. I'm really interested in my puppy dog tail and sugar and spice levels, uh, to be perfectly honest. Uh, and also see, like, if my snail levels are up, uh, is that something like a, a, a baking soda-based deodorant can counter? And, was you know, of course, I said, well, that would be an upgrade to our premium package. I said, okay, so, so some listeners fall asleep during the intro. Some use it as part of their wind-down routine, or that's what a lot of people do as they get ready for bed. As they ease into bed, uh, some people skip the intro. People, more and more people I hear from are listening during the day. You know, just in chunks when you need a little meditative like break. Uh, so, you, if you're new, just see how it goes. Uh, it takes two or three tries uh, to get used to this podcast.
uh, because it is a bit different. Uh, so that's the intro. Then there'll be a story. I think what we have scheduled tonight is uh, like a holiday uh, look at it like a ho- holiday specials and stuff and, and, and say, well, what does Scooch think about these things and these lists? And what do I remember? Because I, I did say to myself, I'd like to do a holiday special about a holiday special this year. And he said, well, uh, you know, what What jumps out to me? One has some bedtime, whatever the opposite of oomph is. But it just it didn't even have enough oomph. I said, well, you know, I kind of remember a couple of holiday specials, but I don't have like, uh, like there's the ones that the pathways got so worn. I maybe like... Uh, if F E D U P up with some of them, it's particularly F R R R O S T Y. But even some of the other ones. So we'll take a look at these lists. We'll see what comes. It'll be sleepy. It'll be lulling. Uh, between the intro and the uh, story, like or the uh, whatever we're going to do analysis of uh, holiday specials, uh, we'll have a little business. Then we have some thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. If you're new, a couple other things to know. You don't need to make sense. Of, you don't need to listen to this podcast. I think clearly, uh, you know, you like you don't need to listen because I don't even exactly. I think I had like my molasses. Uh, I said, "Are these? Are you? What? What? Uh, where are you certified? What? What laboratories are you working with, wizard?" And uh, I said. Uh, uh, and they started to wonder the whole, is Santa Claus, was Santa Claus, a, a, what was a, is Santa Claus, I never like started to think about it, but I'm sure someone did do that. It's like, uh, is Santa Claus a wizard? I don't know. I mean, I believe in Roberta Claus now. No offense, Santa. Roberta took over from Santa a few years ago. She did. And she may be a wizard, like a, a wizard, wizard, wizardess, uh, uh, she's magic, uh, but it, clearly, it, okay. Oh, so structure show. You don't need to listen to me there. That that's clear. Uh, also, there's no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour to keep you company. You drift off as you need to. The reason I make the show is because I've been there and I know how it feels in the deep dark night. And I want to give you plenty of time to fall asleep. Uh, you can queue up episode after episode if you need it. And if you can't sleep, you know, I'll be, uh, uh, these are complete, uh, I'm here. I'm here at your bedside uh, till the very end of the episode. And like I said, you can use another episode if you need it. Uh, yeah, I really, truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. You've earned it. Uh, and I want you to be out there rested tomorrow or, or at least relaxed in bed and, and co- a little bit more comfortable. Here, let me pull that up there. Let me air that out there. Uh, I'm here to help. It doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. You know, there's lots of other, you could listen to the LibriVox. You could listen to that sleepy podcast. Uh, it's like somebody reading stories in a kind of voice like this. Yeah, there's sleep whispers from our good friend, uh, Harrison Craig. So there's plenty of other options, but give it a shot. Uh, for the people this podcast works for, it works for. So I hope it works for you. I work very hard. I strive in air, and I really want to help you fall asleep. Thank you so much for coming by. And here's a few ways we keep the show a-going. Uh, hey, everybody. So usually, like, around the holiday season, I like to take a look at, like, one of, you know, try to remember one holiday movie or one holiday special. But this year in the run-up for, for, for getting these shows done, I, I haven't been feeling like I didn't feel... Like, I ran through the big, big uh, holiday specials, and I said, well, I don't know. I wasn't feeling any oomph. And part of that, you know, part of the podcast is kind of saying yes to those feelings and saying, huh, tell me more. You don't want to, well, no, it's not that I don't want to do a podcast about this uh, special or that special. Though that part of me wasn't very clear. No offense. It didn't want to do one about Frosty, no matter what. It said we could do one about that, but we said, well, is that enough for a – it said it doesn't feel – and I said, I respect what you're saying. Uh, like, uh, let's give it some time. 
And then I said, no, uh, like, holiday movies are bubbling up. That's not to say they won't next year or that I've turned my back on my history of overwatching TV and things. But I did say, well, is there a way to find a happy medium? And what else do the listeners like? And I know I said, well, the listeners like lists. I mean, what could be more sleepy than a list about? And then I said, in holiday specials, and maybe there's some hidden gems out there. You know, what about holiday specials we may have forgotten about? Uh, let's look up some lists of the best holiday specials. Let's comment on them. And let's see where it goes. So, so I said yes to that. And so I have some lists here of uh, holiday specials. And let's just see where, where they take us. So how's that sound? As you settle in there, I'll wait for uh, my uh, Evernote to boot up here. And yeah, the first list we have is actually, now I read this list ahead of time. I didn't read all the lists. And this comes to us from a city usually featured in these uh, movies, uh, Time Out uh, New York. Uh, and it was written uh, by Michelle Herman, H-E-R-R-M, uh, single A, double N. Michelle Herman, uh, Monday, November 14th, 2016. And we'll be just uh, you know perusing this list Michelle came up with, with the, the best, uh, let's see what it was titled. You're right, I should have said the title too. Uh, and now it's uh, the best Christmas specials of all time. So wow, that's uh, that's a like it's a, a big statement. Uh, it is the season for Christmas specials and holiday themed TV shows that put their spin on the Christmas cheer. And I guess this starts with number one, but let's start with number five. We'll reverse it. Uh, oh wait, no, it goes to six, seven, eight, uh, and the internet's a little slow down here. Okay, so here we go with number 10, and I haven't seen this one, and I will be watching it. It's from 1998. Uh, it's an episode of The X-Files, uh, How the um, Casper Buddies Stole Christmas. And uh, it says, on Christmas Eve, uh, Scully uh, agrees to uh, Mulder Skull to take a look at a place uh, in Maryland and uh, have some adventures, meet its inhabitants, and it becomes it becomes an interesting episode. It doesn't, uh, they, but they do, uh, yeah. So it sounds like a, quite a journey. And so that was number ten. And I, I will watch that. It says it's available on Hulu right now. And that's the other thing is that there's so many of these different uh, friggin' channels. Uh, number nine. Uh, this one I may have to read because I'm not if, the a year the year without Santa Claus, 1974. I guess I've seen this one. I don't remember it because there's a couple of really weird ones. Uh, and I don't know if this is one of them or this is one of the ones I've seen and then forgotten. It's on free form starting Thursday, December 1st. Oh, this is from a couple of years ago, though. Uh, Santa has a cold right after Thanksgiving and the doctor says, change your routine. This could be modern. Uh, Santa thinks nobody cares anymore. So it takes a holiday with uh a jingle and jangle in charge to find out if people still believe in St. Nick. Uh, the elves take along Santa's youngest reindeer vixen and end up in Southtown. And, of course, they have some mishaps. I guess I've seen this one. Uh, can they make it snow in Southtown on Christmas Day? Other key players include uh, snow and heat misers. Uh, so is this the one with the, is this the first one with this heat miser or is there another one? I don't know. A good question. Okay, this one's from 2007. Also one I haven't seen, I don't think, but I'm going to watch it for sure. Uh, Luda Christmas uh, from 30 Rock. Uh, uh, Liz, Liz Lemon's mom, dad, and her brother Mitch, uh, which he, where he still thinks is 1995 and he's 17. They come to New York for the holidays. So, so does Jack Donaghy's mom, Colleen. And, of course, Jack and the Lemons have their things. Uh, they have dinner together. And, you know, there's, it sounds like a classic uh, episode of 30 Rock. How do I not know that by heart? Uh, definitely worth checking out. So this is a great list so far, a really good list so far. And I like that it's jumping around. Uh, 
Uh, number seven, 1989, Simpsons. Uh, Simpsons uh, cooking on an open, you know, chestnuts nipping at their nose. Uh, uh, this one uh, has a old Christmas bonus thing. Uh, Bart. Uh, oh, this is where he's a mall Santa. So this is another classic. Uh, so check that one out. And you'll have to look up the thing. Uh, then the episode of Friends. I definitely haven't seen this. This is from 2000. Uh, the one with the holiday armadillo. Uh, with his son, Ben, being half Jewish, Ross wants to teach him about Hanukkah. Uh, but but yeah, Ben has his mindset on Christmas and Santa Claus. Uh, and so Ross uh, improvises uh, and uh, tries to, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of adventures. Uh this is one I believe I've seen, but it's been a while. Uh, from the office of 2006 of Benihana Christmas. And I don't want to ruin it at all by t- teasing it all, but uh, it sounds like a classic. It's uh, w- when uh, there's Andy and uh, Michael, uh, when Andy's a character as well. So definitely something to look forward to. Wait, it looks like even Karen. Okay, wow. So this is a big good cast. Uh, so that's a good one. Uh, 1989, Frosty the Snowman's number four. And this is a beloved cartoon. I don't know what I have against this movie. I, like, it, it, First of all, I didn't think it was from 1969. Uh, but uh, it's on CBS, or it was two years ago. I, I, um, I don't know. It, it just, just, just something about it. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I guess I have to rewatch it yet again to see if I can... Uh, overcome my resistance to it but uh it's not like i did d- dislike it but there's just something about it that did i don't know i don't know if i'm being clear because i don't even know what i want in a holiday special and uh, number three rudolph the red-nosed reindeer that's from 1964 and uh, this is a pretty big, pretty big classic, but I don't know if it still is considered a classic. That's the other thing I wonder about these specials and why I didn't want to get too hung up on one of them because they said, how relevant is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Like, I don't know if my daughter's seen it, and, and even if I've tried to show it to her, maybe. Uh, but that's a classic. Burl Ives uh, uh, plays Sam the Snowman as the narrator. And, you know, they got the Island of Misfit Toys, the whole nine yards. Uh, number two, I think this is coming out yet again as a film, and it looks good. Or maybe an animated movie. But this is uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, 1966. Uh, so there's the Jim Carrey version, this version. And then there's one coming out uh, this winter. Or probably already came out by the time you're he- hearing this. Boris Karloff uh, uh, plays this Grinch. Uh, two sizes, too small. And, you know, Cindy Lou Who, Whoville, the whole nine yards. That's number two. And number one, I, you know, I, got, I don't know, I like the Grinch a lot, uh, but, but this is a Charlie Brown Christmas, 1965. Uh, again, I think it's been a while since I've seen this, uh, where Charlie tries to put on a, a Christmas school pageant, uh, a direct rehearsals. Maybe it is that they're so Christmas-based. I'm more of a hot, like a... I don't. You can. I can see how it makes people feel left out a little bit. But maybe I'm doing the same thing. I guess in some sense. Yeah, but maybe that's not it. But it is. Uh, you know, this is where Charlie and there's great. You know, music and Linus, uh, the whole nine yards. So that is a great list from Time Out. Yeah, this one's from L of all things. L Magazine. E double L to the E. L dot com. And, you know, they say, L says, even supermodels need holiday cheer-based movies. Maybe, if this website ever loads. This one is the 15 best of all time. It's by R. Eric Thomas. This one came out last year, October 12th, 2017. And this one we'll do in regular order. Number one, Charlie Brown Christmas, they say. The score, the crusade tree, Linus's uh, recitation of scripture, everything in a huge heart. Uh, it also talks about the commercialization of Christmas. 
Uh, this one says Bob Hope Christmas special, 1962 to 1994. Uh, Bob Hope's appeared on dozens of Christmas specials and, uh, Starting with the 1962 show and continuing every year, it's a holiday song and dance show to keep the spirits of the nation high. You know, Hope was very involved with the USO. He knew Christmas and the holidays could be trying, uh, brought a show across uh, the globe. If there's a definitive American Christmas special, Bob Hope is responsible to it. And the sizzles are available on Amazon. Uh, number three, Rudolph. Uh, this one it says it's aired every year since 1964, longest-running uh, special in history. Now, here's one that wasn't on the other list, and it looks good. I've seen this YouTube video of this part. A claymation Christmas celebration, uh, CBS 1987. Uh, for some people, you know, that's what uh, Christmas specials are, holiday specials. Claymation, stop-motion animation. And they took America by storm in the 80s. And this weird, fun special uh, is hard to summarize with a straight straight face. Uh, I've definitely seen this one because it's hosted by two dinosaurs. And it sounds pretty interesting. That one's available on Amazon, they say. And what what would Captain Picard be doing? Probably working on the holidays uh, or taking care of his crew. But what about... uh, uh, Patrick Stewart, uh, he was on A Christmas Carol and T- on TNT in 1999. This one says there's over 10,000 adaptations of A Christmas Carol, but they all follow the same uh, Dickens plot. Uh, what makes one exceptional? Captain Picard, of course. That's what the article says. Uh, uh, Patrick Stewart is phenomenal. So this one says it's phenomenal. So check that one out. Uh, also available on. Uh, Amazon. Uh, what's better than that? Uh, Picard is Scrooge. How about Michael Caine in, in the Muppet version of the tale? Uh, or, uh, oh, this just says, does this mean, this says A Christmas Carol, CBS 1984. Uh, or one of the best Scrooges of all time, George C. Scott. Uh, so this was the, oh, this was kind of the one the uh, movie Scrooge was based on. Uh, all the 80s special effect wizardry. Uh, strong performances by the cast, a tour de force. Uh, my, my brother loves that one. This I don't think I've ever seen, even though I've heard about it. The Star Wars uh, Christmas special, CBS 1978. Uh, absurd, random, and it wasn't released for de- decades. Holy grail of Christmas specials. Uh, here's uh, the main action is uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca going to celebrate Life Day. All of the other original cast members are there. B. Arthur, Diane Carroll, and Jefferson Starship. Uh, so it doesn't say where it's available, but probably it's available somewhere. Oh, here's another hidden gem I haven't seen. Uh, Sponge, it's a SpongeBob Christmas. Uh, it's from 2012 and Nickelodeon. It's a stop-motion wacky affair. Yeah, so that should be good. This is one I don't know if I've seen either. Uh, Somebody gave it to me as a gift, so I definitely watched it when you gave it to me as a gift. Or maybe they gave me the book. Uh, Yeah, All of the Other Reindeer. Get it? All of the Other Reindeer. But this is Olive, like O-L-I-V-E. Fox 1999, Drew Barrymore voiced... uh, it's a first special based on that misheard lyrics. Honestly, when I said it, that was the first time I knew it was based on a misheard lyric. And uh, Olive is a Jack Russell Terrier, uh, Christmas heroine, limitless goodwill, and uh, keep the young and young at heart delighted. So check that one out. Uh, then 1966's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. A live action one from Jimmy Carey was 2000. But this one's directed by Chuck Jones, one of my brother's heroes. And it has an anti-materialism message. Uh, here's a John Denver and the Muppets, A Christmas Together from 1979. Never released on video or DVD. Uh, but it's got all the, the trademark. Va- I'll have to watch this one from the 70s Muppets, Vaudeville Antics. Uh, Soundtrack is readily available. 
Uh, here's one. Let's see. We're going to have to read about this because I don't even know what this is about. The best Christmas pageant ever. ABC 1983. Uh, let's see. Uh, special is basically perfect. A church busybody and a pageant director. Uh, mom and fellow church grower Grace Badley steps up to make sure the show goes on. Uh, however, there's an air dwells. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there's uh, a Christmas special that tries to have it all and succeeds. A gossipy comedy, light slapstick, and a kind-hearted center. Uh, 13 is 1969's Frosty the Snowman. Uh, maybe I just had a crush on the main character. I don't know what it was. Uh, 1996, Elmo Saves Christmas. Uh, when did they start calling him holiday? I mean, like, uh, oh, there's Snuffleupagus in the picture. And a lot of them, uh, first thing is, oh, holy mackerel. This special was narrated by Maya Angelou. So there's, go get this one. Stars beloved Elmo. Uh, who likes the holiday so much he wishes it could be every day. He gets his wish. Oh, this is like a little bit. This sounds interesting. Uh, I'm going to see that one. And coming in at 15 on this list is the Judy Garland Christmas Show from 1963. Technically, this is Christmas episode, not a special. Uh, but her show only lasted one season. Uh, Judy Garland singing Christmas songs, What's Not to Love, uh, Takes place in Judy's home, in quotes, uh, with, you know, uh, but it has a bunch of classics. Uh, Garland and Tor- Mel Torme, Liza, oh boy, well, Liza Minnelli's in it too. Uh, so it's a pretty good list. Uh, that was a good, well put together list, Al. I, I say this next one is from uh, digitalspy.com. You know, I do the hard work so you don't have to. Uh, this one, oh, they keep getting more and more numbers keep going up. This one's the 30 greatest. Uh, and I haven't seen this one, but this one was written, written, written by Tom Emmes, uh, E-A-M-E-S, uh, December 5th, uh, 2017. Uh, 30th greatest Christmas specials ever, greatest ever Christmas specials Uh he number thirty already looks good. Uh, lost the constant. Uh, yes, he he says uh, even Lost had a Christmas episode, uh, and it's with Desmond and Penny. So there's another one to watch. I mean, I'm not even joking. Uh, Big Bang Theory, the bath item gift hypothesis. Hypotheses. Uh, my dad loves the Big Bang Theory, so he's probably seen this one. Leonard Nimoy may be in it. Uh, uh, so that could be a good one. Uh, Scrubs. Some people say I look like uh, uh, the dude from Scrubs, JD. Uh, but he, he has better hair than me for sure. Uh, this episode of Scrubs captures the somber feelings of Christmas, you know, in a place where the Scrubs are working. Uh, uh, schmaltzy, but it works. So there's another one. Uh, 27, Him and Her, the Christmas special. Uh, this is an underrated sitcom that I haven't heard of. Uh, it's just like uh, every other day, but with a, a few presents and a lot of mess. Understated, lovely best. So that might be that's the one uh, worth checking out. Uh, uh, whatever happened to the Likely Lads a special Christmas edition? Uh, this is the final ever episode of Whatever Happened to the Likely Lads. So I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Yeah, but it's a classic. Uh, then, uh, Frasier, Miracle on 3rd or 4th Street. A uh, warm Frasier episode in which his plans for the holidays with son are scuppered when uh, Lilith takes him to Austria. Angry, he does a shift at the radio station, having a bad day. Uh, but wait, uh, he gets humbled by human kindness, modern-day Scrooge tale. Oh, here we go. Uh, the Peep Show, very classic uh, TV show comedy. Uh, probably be called be, could be called a bad attitude Christmas. It's not exactly a pleasant episode. Yeah, but what do you expect from the Peep Show? So check that one out. Uh, only fools and horses, thicker than water. 
before before you say it's too low on the list, it's only because most of its brilliant holiday episodes aren't actually set on the holidays at all. However, this episode is a contemplative but excellent early installment. Uh, here's another one: uh, the West Wing in Excelsior Deo, Excelsis Deo. Uh, although Christmas is at first a bit of a chore for the White House staff, this episode ends with uh, just some charity without getting too soppy. And uh, Toby kind of does some stuff. Josh is working through stuff. Uh, oh, no, that's next year's. Uh, uh, here's a beloved uh, show with a lot of beloved uh, characters. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. How Lily Stole Christmas. Uh it seems to have been ruined when Ted calls Lily a Grinch, uh, and uh, it's full of festive cheer and cookie dough. I like how this is, uh, you know, both sides of the pond here. Uh, outnumbered uh, Christmas special. Uh, it turns out it's uh, also the finest final episode of Outnumbered. Uh, uh, Brockman family carried a special mission for Granddad. Mr. Bean has one. Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. Like all Mr. Bean episodes, visual gags are outstanding. And uh, every element is uh, ticked off. Um, uh, the OC. The, I didn't realize that, like, uh, my brother loved this show a lot. Uh, uh, the best Chris Monica ever. Uh, so good, it actually it pretty much created an actual festive holiday. You know, where they try to get it balanced, uh, so that's good. Uh, the Office, this one has a different episode of The Office. Now we have two episodes of The Office, The Christmas Party. Uh, this is the, one of the episodes that makes you start taking the U.S. remake seriously. Uh, it changes the Secret Santa into Yankee Swap, uh, and Jim and Pam, you know, the whole nine yards. Uh, what about Still Game, Cold Turkey? Uh, this is the first of Still Game's excellent holiday uh, specials. And, uh, yeah, it looks, looks good. Uh, here's Community's uh, holiday special. Uh, what could have been a downright daft episode of Community it turns out to be rather beautiful in its own way. Uh, let's get a view of the world as a stop-motion animation uh, and uh, the meaning of Christmas is uh, the idea that Christmas has meaning, and it can mean whatever we want. Uh, family Guy also has one road to the North Pole. Uh, one of the very best uh, Stewie and Brian adventure episodes. He's Stewie dealing with Stan Santa, and uh, this one sounds like an episode of Sleep With Me, actually. Uh, men Behaving Badly. Uh, jingle jingle stuff. Uh, uh, slobby and ru rubbish Christmas from the boys. Gary ruins dinner. Uh, Merry Christmas from men behaving badly. Uh, the Fast Show, uh, Christmas special. Uh, already a perfect sketch show, so it just adds to Christmas. Uh, South Park, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Pooh. Uh, we almost put in a different holiday episode, but this one is bonafide uh, modern classic, uh, ripping into all the classics. Uh, number 10 is the same Simpsons episode, Simpsons, Simpsons Keeping Warm, uh, when uh, uh, Homer has to be a Santa. Uh, Doctor Who, A Christmas Carol. This one's already ranked as one of the, the, the Digital Spy's favorite Christmas Who episodes ever. So it had to be in top 10. Uh, this one's with uh, Matt Smith, uh, so we're a bit behind on it. Uh, bottom, uh, holy, as grubby as Christmas gets, but bloody hilarious. Uh, brilliantly bockers from bottom. Uh, the good life is silly, but it's fun. This is the complete opposite. Uh, this episode of The Good Life always makes us giggle. Especially when uh, Margo has to play party games. Uh, an episode of Friends makes it, but it's a different one. The one with the girl from Poughkeepsie. Uh, so many Friends holiday episodes to choose from. This is our favorite. Uh, Ross, uh, you know, romantic issues. Chandler setting up Rachel. Uh, Phoebe and her music. Monica dealing with Joey. 
a brilliant holiday episode where it doesn't have to be all about the holidays itself. Uh, coming in at number five, The Royal Family, R-O-Y-L-E, 1999, a holiday Christmas special. A show where nothing happens, just like this show. Uh, it's a perfect example of a modern family Christmas. Uh, no crazy adventures, nothing, you know. And then comes the shows, and then the show has a poignant moment, so watch it. Uh, not to be confused with 2008's Royal Family, which was a Christmas special, which was terrible. Uh, Vicar of Dibley, the Christmas lunch incident. This was Don French uh, and the Vicar, Vicar, Vicar of Dibley at its peak. Uh, so check that one out. Uh, Gavin and Stacy, a Christmas special. Uh, makes us smile the most. If you're looking for one that will make you smile most, that's this episode of Gavin and Stacy. We can't believe it's already nine years old. It looks like James Corden's in that show, I'm pretty sure. And here's a classic. I haven't seen that. Maybe I've seen this episode. Uh, uh, Father Ted, a Christmassy Ted. Where do you start? Uh, even if it escapade where, uh, where they have a lot of adventures. Uh it's a lot of mystery and a lot of stuff. So it isn't Christmas till you've seen that episode. And then this came with the DVDs. I remember buying these DVDs. Uh, the Chris of the Office, uh, the British uh, version, Christmas specials. Uh, not only was this a perfect way to end the office, but it was also one of the greatest uh, Christmas specials ever. It sums up the queasy tensions of office uh, holiday parties and uh, the happy ending. Uh, so, and I, I definitely remember this one. It was uh, it was a good one. So that's from Digital Spy. Definitely gives us some more. And then this is from Den of Geek. Uh, and I don't think we make it through all of these, but it has a uh, top one hundred of all time. Uh, but maybe I can run through it. It was so far. I definitely check out that X Files one. Rewatch the Simpsons. Uh, both uh, all of the U.S. Uh, Rewatch the uh, British office, the U.S. office community episode. Uh, queue up the Father Ted one. A lot, I guess there's a lot of cool stuff to check, look forward to. I would say that so far I haven't seen, like, there was uh, the ones, there was an animated one, and I think there was two of them, like, uh, Maybe Pixar made them with these two, like the elves that were ha- like running the tech to help Santa. I really liked those ones. I don't know. It wasn't called Ratchet and Clank because that's a video game, but it was something like that. Uh, you know, Jingle and Jangle. Those are elves, like, you know, the names I've used. But and then I always talk about it this year, past year in 20, what year is it now? 18, 2017. It didn't work anymore. It was Beta Maximus, which had, uh, commercials from the 80s and 90s and holiday specials from the 80s TV shows. It was kind of pulling, and you could change the channel, and it was kind of randomized. Uh, but it was stuff from YouTube that probably, you know, was out of, uh, you, you, you know, they got shut down. Uh, it was a work of uh, love, I think. Uh, but those are, let's see, I'm trying to think of any other things that we've, you know, I've missed. uh before we get through this list, uh, we'll just run through the top 40 here. And they had rules, you know, the raw quality, festive spirit, one episode of ongoing series, uh, individual specials not uh, qualified, only one episode per show. And they should be set at or about uh, holiday time. Uh, so they had series standards. Here's number 40, Bob's Burgers, uh, Christmas in the Car. And that came out in 2013. And they say it's ascending to become the jewel in uh, Fox's animated lineup. Uh, you know, unique tone. Uh, and uh, yeah, this one's a classic. Uh, yeah, the journey to purchase her third uh, holiday tree of the season. It turns into something more. Uh, then we jump all the way. So this is already a good sign for this list because then it jumps all the way to Cheers from 1987. Uh, Christmas Cheers. Uh, I don't know where you would watch this, but uh, it uh, the bar where everybody knows your name. Uh, uh, you're a perfect home away from home. Well, things aren't quite that idyllic, idyllic, idyllic you know. And uh, there's uh, so it's not easy for everybody. 
Uh, next one, 1992, uh, from a UK series, uh, Bottom, Holy. Uh, it's a peak festive schmaltz uh, with a little bit extra thrown in. Uh, episode, where, holiday special, where no one learns a heartwarming lesson and no one's heart grows. Uh, so this one, then to jump back even further in the past, Dick Van Dyke... Uh, a show, the Alan Brady Show presents uh, from 1963. Uh, let's see, it was an uh, intelligent sheriff show, uh, TV about TV. Yeah, the only Christmas episode of the f- whole 158 show run, the Alan Brady Show presents, is an unusual example of the show structurally. Uh, for the holiday, the on screen creative team behind the inverse uh, variety program. Uh, take on the roles of the main cast uh, participating in the musical review uh, packed with songs and I didn't even realize uh, I may have to watch that then another one from the 60s Beverly Hillbillies Christmas at the Clampets uh, these comedies rural comedies never got much critical lo- love uh, and they got you know all taken off the air in the 70s uh, this is the most famous of the brunch uh, fish out of water sitcom about the clampets in beverly hills uh, this is a consistently funny episode oh buffy has an episode amends this from 1998 uh, angel is not having a good christmas as he awakens is not sleeping good uh, then buffy goes into his dreams and uh, this this is another one I would definitely watch. Uh, so put that on my list for sure. Yeah, then this one also has the Royal Family Christmas Special from 1997. Uh, so there's something they agree in. Malcolm in the Middle uh, Christmas from 2001. Uh, this is maybe uh, one I haven't seen in a long, long time if I saw it. Uh, they say uh, maybe we'll go celebrate it a day early. Uh, so this could be one to check out. League of Gentlemen, Yule, Yule, Y-U-L-E, Never Leave. Uh, this one's from 2000. Uh, like, don't expect peace and goodwill, uh, but uh, it's uh, not an easy one to watch. Uh, so don't watch it if you were going to go to sleep. Uh, but maybe don't even watch the Buffy one. Yeah, this is another classic HBO series, Six Feet Under. It's the most wonderful time of the year. This is from a season two episode in 2002. Uh, is this when uh, peach, during peak HBO? Uh, Six Feet Under didn't get as much attention, but it was pretty beloved. And this is an all-time great episode. Uh, it takes place around the one-year anniversary of the season premiere. And there's a lot going on. Uh, uh, South Park got the same episode, Mr. Hankey, Christmas Boo. Uh, Rev, uh, season, Series 2, Episode 7 from 2011. Uh, uh, Reverend uh, Adam Schmalbone. Uh, it's not a source of re- reflection and relaxation for him, and uh, he's a little stressed. So that might be entertaining. 28, All in the Family, Christmas Day at the Bunkers. Uh, 1971, this is from their first season. Yeah, Archie's not happy, uh, and it gets it doubly, you know, at Christmas. Uh, at first, he doesn't want to show why he's down, but then he's forced to. He uh, he didn't get his bonus, so one of the old bonus ones. Uh, so uh, then this one, I, I just rewatched. This is a classic, classic episode of Black Mirror, White Christmas. Yeah, uh, but again, don't look at, don't watch it at bedtime. Uh, like a different, so many, like uh, kind of like three stories uh, nested in one another. Maybe, maybe even four stories. Uh, here's another one, a Doctor Who one I haven't seen, uh, The Snowmen. Uh, this one's from 2012, and uh, it, it looks like uh, another one that, uh, this is with Matt Smith, uh, and he get, comes out of retirement uh, to deal with the snowman. Holy cow, man, this is a great list. Uh, 25 to Twilight Zone, The Night of the Meek, uh, 1960. 
It would, like it's too bad one of these services doesn't put all these together as a like a playlist you could watch. Uh, this doesn't fit the uh, exact Twilight Zone formula either. Uh, a touching story of a down and out department store Santa. So there's one uh, twenty four. Yeah, Colbert Report, Colbert Christmas, the greatest gift of all. This one's from 2008. And uh, he has his own Christmas ca- cabin to bask in the goal go of old-fashioned music and entertainment. Uh, but then there's a twist. Uh, so that sounds pretty good. Uh, Willie Nelson, Elvis Costello, John Stewart, uh, and more. And then the same Lost episode. That's another one I'd like to check out, too. Uh, here's another Sesame Street one, Christmas Eve on Sesame Street, uh, 1978. Uh, even though they say, geez, in the U.K. it was harder to watch this. Then the Office USA uh, Christmas Party uh, from Season 2. Uh, and that's one we discussed already. So that's uh, 20 of them, 20, 40 through 21. And here's the next uh, top, whatever top, uh, top one, uh, top uh, twenty. And we'll see how many of these we've uh, already seen on other lists. It's a little bit uh, slower loading. Oh, you know, here's one you don't want to miss. Uh, one of my favorite TV shows. One of my heroes. Uh, uh, comedically, uh, Steve Coogan at his best as uh, Alan Partridge, knowing me. Knowing Yule. Oh, Knowing Me, Knowing You. But yeah, Knowing Me, Knowing Yule. This one's from 1995. Uh, how better spend one's Yuletide than uh, with a- uh, Alan? Yeah, this was Alan Partridge's first fledged foray into television. And over 20 years later, uh, the parody of the chat show uh, remains unrivaled. Uh, so this is before I'm Alan Partridge. Uh, and uh, this is uh, really Alan at his best. Uh, yeah, this one uh, is a festive mock-up of his festive living room. Uh, yeah, has some uh, has a bunch of guests on, and uh, he deals with uh, he really hams it up with his guests, and then it gets bizarre. So uh, you should check that one out. Then the same episode of Community. Uh, then Porridge, No Way Out, uh, from 1975, uh, a bitter, sweet place for Christmas time, uh, the staff try to create, recreate their Christmas spirit, uh, uh then Friends, the holiday armadillo one, we gotta love, uh, uh, then from 2009, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, a very sunny Christmas. And this episode was directed by Fred Savage, uh, a cynical comedy, but it's no surprise. Uh, this is one of the wildest uh, Christmas specials. Uh, you know, they go, they, they always try to do, you know, outdoing one another. Danny DeVito's, this is when Danny DeVito was there. And, of course, the plans don't work out. Uh, Charlie's mother, mother's in it. There's a... A claymation finale, pulling the gang all back together. So definitely another one worth watching. Uh, Black Adder, Black Adder Christmas Carol. Uh, pastiches and parodies of the Christmas Carol are nothing unusual on TV. Yeah, but this is a satirical take on the classic, uh, set in Victorian England. Uh, between Black Adder III and Black Adder goes fourth, we meet Ebenezer Black Adder. You don't want to go on there because it's a twist. Uh, uh, Only Fools and Horses Christmas Crackers. This is from 1981. Uh, you know, the, this is a festive tradition. Their special is right up there with mince pies and Boxing Day sales. Uh, but very few of those episodes actually take place during the holidays. I think it was said before, but this one does. Uh, then number 13 is The Same Simpsons. It's really getting a lot of love there. And then coming in at number 12 is the same X-Files episode. Oh, and then here's one I show I haven't seen in a while. ER, uh, from 2001, season 8, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Uh, stuff still happens at Christmas, even at uh, Community General in Chicago. They had 15 episodes during its run. 
and they tended to bring out the best in the show, even during the later years. The emotional and magical nature of the season ties in well with the show's, you know, recurring themes of hope and not hope. Uh, this is a perfect example with while the serialized nature of the show uh, can't, you know, you can't have too many through points. Uh, there is stuff with Dr. Peter Benson's uh, custody and... Uh, Satisfying conclusion of one of the series' strongest arcs with uh, suitable joy. And, uh, yeah, it sounds like emotionally charged, it says. Uh, uh, Mr. Bean, again, the Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. Uh, Futurama comes in at number nine, Xmas Story. Uh, wonderfully strange show, animated sci-fi, thousand years in the future, as we know. Uh, and while shows uh, holiday special has all the inherent trappings of a brilliantly futuristic show, Robot Santa, uh, ultimately the show is about Fry being trapped a thousand years in the future and spending his first Christmas away from home. Uh, so that sounds great. Uh, coming in at number eight here is Pretty Pretty Dresses from King of the Hill 1998, uh, season three. King of the House set itself apart from the animated sitcom with its uh, commitment to a realistic tone. It seems apt that the greatest Christmas episode rates among the darkest uh, festive comedy. It's every Christmas episode is uh, festively dark, it sounds like. Uh, uh, Bill's uh, like uh, feeling down. And Hank Hill, uh, you know, tries to help a tough love. Uh, but they do manage to pull off the tone, it says. Uh, so check that one out if you're a King of the Hill fan. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, 1994, Season 4. Uh, Towards the Night Before Christening. Uh, greatest Joy of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, a classic workmanlike sitcom that uh, never gets its critical due, is that it finds every way possible to take advantage of its fish-out-of-the-water premise. Of uh, class and social c- contrast, uh, is a sweet uh, street smart Will Smith adjusts to his life with a bourgeois uh, aunt and uncle in Bel Bel Air. This was the third of the four shows four Christmas episodes. It draws heavily on that theme, set several years in the future, and told to, as a flashback to the present day. Uh, the ba- Banks family's uh, approaching the christening day of the newborn baby Nikki who's uh, Philip and Vivian's fourth child. Uh, lavish gifts, uh, but Will feels inadequate. Uh, and uh, he, boys to men is in the episode singing as a christening. Holy mackerel. Hijinks, uh, inspired hijinks. Uh, lots of music uh, from uh, boys to men. So it's amazing. You know, sounds like it's time for some Motown Philly harmony. Uh, then we have the West Wing in a Chelsea Day. Oh, Father Ted, a Christmassy Ted. Is that the same one they picked or is that a different one? This is from season four, 1996. Uh, UK Office uh, Christmas Special Part 2. Uh, here's one that wasn't on the other list. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore Show, Christmas and the Hard Look Kid 2. is from 1970, season one. Uh, written by James L. Brooks uh, and Alan Burns. Uh, uh, Mary Richards' uh, first Christmas working at uh, WJM in Minneapolis is a rough one. Christmas is just like any day in the newsroom, uh, she's told. And she can't go back to her parents' as promised. She has to reschedule her festivities to Christmas Eve, which fail. And she's overworked and disappointed. Is she prepares for a quality, a quiet, quiet holiday with Rhoda? Uh, things change. So, uh, let's see what else. Uh, the Mary Tyler Moore signal the title shift in the world of American sitcom, the first primetime comedy series to focus on a single independent career woman. Uh, its importance in trailblazing that group cannot be overstated. A wonderful and entertaining show. And of course, the kind you'd expect from James L. Brooks. Uh, hey Arnold, it comes in at number two. Like, uh, so this is another one to check out. Arnold's Christmas, 1997. Uh, let's see, 90s nostalgia is, you know, g- going through a thing. You know, there's a movie coming out in the 90s. Uh, 
few hold up to scrutiny, like Hey Arnold, a critically acclaimed Nickelodeon, offered something different to other cartoons, palpable sense of melancholy and a willingness to tackle life's big questions, a stunning jazz soundtrack. And this Christmas episode is its defining moment. Arnold's boarding house is running a secret Santa, and uh, the surprises kind of tack on from there, of, like who Arnold draws and what he learns. Uh, real triumph of the human spirit conclusion. Uh, so that one. And then number one, according to this list, is uh, Frazier's Miracle on 3rd or 4th Street. So, again, that's an episode of Frazier. comes in top of uh, two different lists. Uh, but, yeah, I think really, uh, like, a lot of high-quality stuff to check out, in my opinion. Uh, and I'll link to all those so you can try to still fit all that in with your own holiday plans. Hope you're having a wonderful holiday season, however you celebrate it. Uh, if you celebrate watching a lot of TV and entertainment, as I do and other people do, or with your, you know, just your loved ones doing crafts, uh, thank you so much uh, for, for listening. And, uh, uh, yeah, here's some thank yous and good nights. Thanks.